0: Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and your special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today I am happy to have a fellow Canadian and fellow podcast production Uh entrepreneur like myself, Mr. Kyler Miles. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing well. And what an intro. I love watching that and the whole sequence that you have. That's so (laughs) awesome. I need to add that to my show because I don't have that yet. So (laughs) I love being on other people's shows. I have a little bit of a sequence, but it's not quite dialed like yours. So I liken this and I might might use some nuggets I just saw. (laughs) So thank you for that.
0: You're very welcome. I always get nervous when I have another podcaster on that is in the same field as me, because I'm like, oh god, I, because I, I, I'm always perfectionist, right? And it's great because you did put on some, um, some recent posts on your IG about that, just doing it and just getting it done. So I always feel like I have to up it whenever a podcaster's on, because I'm like, I have to be like <laughs> number one podcast, showing my abilities. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it gets me nervous. But anyways, Kyler, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Ah, Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm just super pumped to be here. The energy before we hit record was just like, so high that I'm I'm feeling elevated. So thank you.
0: You're very welcome. Very welcome. All right, Kyler, I have an intro for you. But I want you to introduce yourself. I'll let you finish taking a sip of your protein uh, drink. But I want you to introduce yourself to my audience. Let them know a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So a quick little introduction uh, introduction of myself. My name is Kyler Miles, and I'm a video entrepreneur. And my journey kind of started, I guess, like many other entrepreneurs out there. Uh, I didn't love my nine to five job. <laughs> I was not fulfilled, not happy, not creatively. You know, I was just not hitting what I really wanted to do. And it took me being laid off to actually being to go towards my dream of being a video entrepreneur. And I didn't know I wanted to be a video entrepreneur back then, but I knew I wanted to be my own boss and, and create something of impact because I've always loved helping other people. I've always been creative. And so I've always had that desire, but never had the confidence to go out and do it. And it wasn't until being laid off and getting a chunk of money because they laid off like a hundred employees that I had that nest egg to go after my dream. And that dream, it became and morphed and changed into where I am today, which is a video entrepreneur that helps companies grow their brand online and make it happen with video. And that is what I do right now. I'm passionate about this medium. I'm passionate about podcasting. That's also how I learned videography, how I learned filmmaking. I worked for a company that had a podcast. I just started a podcast and they're like, oh, you know how to run a podcast. Sure. Sure. I do. Not really YouTubed everything and learned on my own to then to where I am today, right? Which is helping other, like I said, helping other businesses grow with video. And that's who I am and how I got here.
0: So when you got laid off, were you always having a side hustle or was like you were a regular nine to fiver and then always earning to go into the entrepreneurial world?
1: So this is a crazy story. So I was born in British Columbia, Canada, fell in love with a French girl in Quebec, (laughs) moved across the country. Okay, I was in love, told her I loved loved her after four days. Love makes you do crazy things. So I moved across the country, and I had a job out there. And three, four months into the job, I got laid off. And so I had no side hustle, no plan. And this is a province, if you don't know, that speaks French first. So the, Canada is English and French, and Quebec is the province that's French first. And so I don't speak French. So trying to get a job like, in this province is very, very tough. And But it was the best thing for me because it propelled me to go after what I really wanted, which is I wanted to be a videographer. I wanted to document this journey of becoming this person. So I had no plan. I had no side hustle. It was me being laid off for me to pursue this. Then I got a job. Uh, as a content creator at a company, that was the only place I could get a job. And they had to kind of like, yeah, he speaks, in, or speaks French. <laughs> I'm putting quotations up for our listeners. And really helped me propel that journey. But um, but yeah, that's how I kind of started. No side hustle at that time, just working, just fell into it.
0: I love that. I love that how it was like sink or swim. You either you make it or you don't. And obviously. Years later, you're, you're making it, you're creating great content for businesses. Um, so your why was out of a necessity, you needed to become this person, or else you wouldn't be putting food in your mouth.
1: Yeah. Like it was a bit of both. I find it was, I. so when I got laid off, I did get a, when in Quebec, when you lay off a certain amount of people, you do get, uh you know, you get severance, you get money. Mm-hmm. And so I had about three months of nest egg that I stretched to about six months. I really lived because I wanted, I I knew I wanted this, but at that time, for me to invest in, let's say, three thousand dollars for a camera, a lens, all the equipment with lighting and etc. For a hobby, you know, it's kind of like I don't know if I want to do that. But now I have this opportunity to do it, and no one knows who I am in this province other than the love of my life. No one knows who I am, so I can completely reinvent myself and and, and try this thing out. And I, I gotta say, I. Literally went on the streets and walked into restaurants and to businesses and just offered my services for free. So, my why was a bit of a necessary, like, I had a little bit of money. So, it wasn't quite like I needed I need to, to make myself, the money.
0: But...
1: but it was to like fulfill a dream that I've always had. Like, before I moved, Everything on my Instagram, other than my friends, were photographers, videographers. And at that time, it was all they're always like going to Bali and and documenting like the this filmmaker life. And Peter McKinnon, he's a famous, oh, God, you know, YouTuber love- in <laughs> in Canada. And he has the best time. It's like, why wouldn't you want this life? Right. And so it I was always my why for doing this was because it what propelled me it it, it is something that is it's like love like I knew I was in love with this girl within four days I knew I was in love with this passion the mere minute I had the opportunity to go after it this was like the sign and just like me moving across the country some people might say why would you do that like a huge risk what's the worst that can happen that's I always ask myself what's the worst thing that can happen I can get a job right but I have three months that I could try to make this dream come true. And so that, that was my why. I had that time set, like three months, to make it happen, which is the name of my company, because that's what I did in those three months. I made my dream happen. I got a job in, as a content creator, which was my goal at the time. And then later down the pipe, which I can talk about later, uh, you know, becoming an entrepreneur. But that was the first dream, was like, I want to be a content creator. And that's how I did it.
0: So you become a content creator, get hired by this company to make their podcasts, have zero idea about podcasts. And you're like, I'm over here in video. You want me to do audio? Um, Okay. That leads to you. Do you leave the company? Do you get fired from the company? What happens to get you into making make it happen?
1: Yeah, great question. So I got brought on and they were wanting to start a podcast. They didn't really have, they had like, and like you said, a microphone, but that's it. And I was telling them that we need to, we need to film it. We need to video it, partly because I wanted to learn how to do it. The other (laughs) side was I am a big fan of Gary V. And Gary V was just posting about you need to do video, need to do video, need to do video. And so I was just pushing them. And, you know, they were, they were really like, awesome. Awesome. It's a smaller company. So they have a lot more flexibility. Like, yeah, let's try it. What's, what's the worst that can happen? Same thing. Right. So we buy, you know, a very, very inexpensive camera and we start a video podcast. And you know, this podcast is not in the top 100 globally right now, but in our, in Montreal, it was very, it became well known. It became the local network, the local celebrity, but that took many years. So part of the path was, Coming in as a content creator, learning the fundamentals of video, how to create content, but then become more a strategic partner in the marketing side. Now I know how to create this content. It looks sexy, looks good, but okay, the messaging is not right. Maybe it's too long. Maybe it's too short. And we're perfecting this process. To the point where even businesses, and we weren't doing this, uh, this wasn't a service offering, but other businesses were asking the company I was working for, how can we do this? And we were even debating, do we make this a service? Like to create video podcasts? Because it was just the hot thing. So throughout my journey, I was there for almost three years. Um, I started to get that inclination that I wanted to do more. Because my biggest thing is I've always wanted to help people. I've always wanted to be a support system. When I was very young, when I was 16, I got a chance to go to Rwanda, Africa to help build schools and playgrounds and all this bunch of stuff. So I'm very into helping other people. And now I have all this knowledge. So how can I do that? And I couldn't really do that with my full-time job because my, you know, all my time was towards growing this company, which we successfully did, but I was hitting a point where I stopped being fulfilled in that way. And I just had a conversation with them that I want to venture out. And they were honestly really supportive, helped me and actually gave me a lot of great advice from an entrepreneur to a future entrepreneur. And I ended up moving back to BC with uh, now my fiance, uh, moving back to BC, bought a place and started this business. And again, I had no nest egg. I just like knew I could do it. I knew I could do it. And I only had one person in mind as a client, one person in mind that came on the show. And while I was moving, I called him <laughs> up, probably gave the worst pitch of my life, but somehow he, he believed in me and we started working together and he was my first client that led me to my next client that led me to my next client and so on and so forth. So I. I there was no plan. There was just action. And this is the biggest thing I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is they plan too much or they think too much. It's good to plan. I'm not saying don't, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a percentage, like the 80, 20 rule. I use a lot because you will get more results in the action than you will in the inaction. So you have to act whether it's good or bad to learn something and to like, Oh, that was not a good pitch. I lost the business. Let me try it this way. Or oh, this messaging didn't work. Let me try it this way. Right? And it's just that action. But if I can, if I just think about it, I'll never know the answer. Right? So my, when I'm, now that I'm explaining the story, I'm realizing like, I just went for it. I was just full, full on bull yeah. seeing red. I want to make this happen. And again, that's why I'm calling, why I called my company making it happen. Cause that's kind of who I am in my nature um probably went a little bit off topic to your question but hopefully that was helpful
0: that was perfect (laughs) there was so much gold in that i'm just like yes this is great continue talking because you're just giving us value (laughs) and that's what i love about the show is it's just like the conversations come from the simplest questions and then boom you get this golden answer um kyler um, you you dropped a lot of tips in there, so I'm not going to ask you for another tip. I'm just going to say to my editors, find 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 gold in that last like 10 minutes because there's. I more. have
1: more. I have more tips if we want to talk about them. I, let's, I... Let's,
0: apart from just going for it and taking the action, which we see, like you said, you look back on your career. That's that's pretty much all you did. Read and just go for it. What other tip would you have for beginner entrepreneurs?
1: Hmm. So it's very tough being an entrepreneur. It's very scary. It, it, uh, it's very stressful. It's not like what you see online isn't the re- always the reality, right? And so I, I, what I like to say when people want this life and I'm living in this life, and I'm not saying I'm a guru, like I've made millions and millions of dollars, but in, in my experience of being an entrepreneur in the few years I've been an entrepreneur is that you have to punch fear in the face. You have to know that if you don't go for it, you will always regret it. Excuse me. If you don't go for it, you will always regret it. And what is the worst thing that, hap- that, that could happen? I moved across the country and went into a job and, and, and fell in love with this girl. And I didn't know nothing about this province. I don't know the language. Uh, like, I, this is a huge risk. And everyone's telling me, why would you do this? What's the worst that can happen? I can move back. I have a great support system and I, I can move back with my parents. And so maybe my pride gets a little hurt, but I'll get back on my feet. So that was my situation. So I, I say this story to tie back into entrepreneurship. What's the worst thing that can happen? Actually write it down and don't say an earthquake or something, <laughs> something realistic. You know, what's the worst case that happened? You fail. We're really just feared of failure really in mm-hmm. a nutshell right? If I'm going to blanket statement, we're mostly just fear of that failure and maybe a fear of others perceiving us as failure too. That's another thing. But I said, uh, it's okay if I fail because I know I can get back up and I will be yesterday's news. You don't remember yesterday's news. I don't remember my friend's failures. I, I, I don't remember them.
0: Really, remember what failures. I failures. For breakfast. So like, how am I going to remember failures? So
1: it, it, it's it's a hundred percent a mindset thing that you have to get over, and those are the few questions that I asked myself: What's the worst thing that can happen if I don't do this? Will I regret it? And most of the time, the answer is yes. And now, if you are in a situation where you have a house, you have kids, you have a mortgage, you have more risk, then I understand why you can't bet it all, you know, you know, on the twenty-five red, if we're using a casino reference. Uh, gambling reference. You can't bet it all, right? You can't, you can't bet the whole house in your whole life. And some people do, some people don't. You have to assess your own risk, but I bet you there's something you can change in your life to help you get in that direction. And I, mine was just the side hustle, right? I, I knew one person that I could call that's it to, to start this business. I knew no one else. And I just like really sold myself and I would almost work for him at cost basically just to get the experience into my belt. And then I know he could help me get my next client, my next client. And we're still working today, by the way. So it, it is, awesome. and, and obviously I'm not working at cost anymore for him, <laughs> but uh, it, it started off giving value, right? Um, so, so that's my biggest thing is, is it's a mindset thing. You have to ask those questions to yourself and assess what risk you can take in order to pursue this passion, this dream that you have. And you'll never know, you'll never know if it'll happen unless you actually go out and make it happen. That's it.
0: I love it, that's a great, great advice. My God, Kyler. I love it when Canadians come on because they have so much great advice. Not that the Americans <laughs> don't, but like, it's, it, I find it like more humbling advice. It's like, like you said, like go out. You, you it's, the care. it's the free healthcare. We're healthcare. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Makes us happier. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to know in your your span of being a digital entrepreneur, being a content creator, um, you've probably racked up memories that many people would be jealous of, um, and certainly I know I would because uh, I look on your Facebook and you have a picture of you looking like it's interviewing Gary V. So that that just right there, I already know is a okay. jealousy. Um, I want to know what has been like one of those memories that just like cements like yes this is why I'm doing what I'm doing.
1: Uh, well, Gary, that's a very memorable moment. Meeting Gary V. I was I was a huge fan of, of and still am of Gary V. And it was awesome to be on his show too with Gary V. During uh, during COVID and the whole uproar with that. Uh, but uh, a really memorable moment. I, I. I got into this space to help people and the fact that I am able to help, like I said earlier, I said, um, I went on a trip to Rwanda, Africa. So I work with this nonprofit a lot and, and I love to just just share my advice and what I've learned and, and see them, you know, their, their trips used to be like five people. And now it's almost like 50, 75 kids and experiencing the thing that I experienced. Right. And that means they're growing. And it's not so much like a memory, but something that I, I am just like so happy that the path that I chose is able to help someone else. And why I'm giving my time to be on this podcast is I want to help the person on the other end of this lens or this earphone actually get the courage to go do something. And so my memories, memories my favorite memories are when I'm able to do that thing when I'm able to help others make it happen. Like my personal mission for Kyler is I want to build a world where more people are making it happen. And making it happen is a big, big, it's, a, it's big in my family. It's a, kind of like an ongoing joke because I say it so much. <laughs> but it's so true because it just, it just, the meaning of it means you just go and do it. You, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life, you make it happen. You do the thing that you said you're going to do. And when I'm able to do the thing that I want to do, that's my favorite memory, right? Helping other people, helping entrepreneurs, helping nonprofits, and, and helping my clients, you know, they went to business to solve a problem and to do something, right? And when we're able to make that happen, it's that feeling that like gratitude that, oh my God, like, I can't believe we're here is an, is an amazing feeling. So that's that's what's coming in my head when you ask that question is all these conversations that I get to have with these amazing people because of the experiences and the failures that I went through that I can then share with other people.
0: I love it. Oh, that is, th- that is having those memories just of all those little mini victories that they share with you or seeing the growth, like you said, of this nonprofit growing uh, to being a small to now, seven times uh, no actually like 15 times their their size or whatever the mathematical equation is I'm not, as a podcast <laughs> i'm not, I'm not we're, we don't do math we do words uh that's that's why we got into this job We do storytelling um, stories yeah. that's we do, it we do stories <laughs> math is not involved in there I, I, for-
1: another memorable moment was just recently when a kid from new york who i have no idea saw one of my videos and just booked a call with me. And I was like, I, I didn't know what this call was about. Cause I have a link where you can call, yeah. call me and ask questions. And I just give, I just give advice. Like uh, he's not looking to hire my company. He's just a kid. He looked no younger than 16, maybe 16 or 18 years old. He's like, I really want to be a dancer. And I saw one of your videos. and I think you can help me. Can you help me? And we just went through his Instagram. I was like, I think you should do this. Like, I don't know, like, if it will work, but I, try it. Let me know. And he just sent me a message back not too long ago that one of his videos popped. Now he's not like a huge TikTok star yet, yeah, but he a working. big, yeah. exactly. It Made a big impact for him. So that's an example of a conversation I had. That is just like, hell, you know, maybe he hires me in five years. Who knows, right? How that karma comes back around. But again, it's those memories that I really, really enjoy. that, that is a great
0: memory. Um, kind of like leads into the the last question, which comes from the game Spark by Seek Discomfort. Um, if you don't know, they they are uh, the merchandise arm of Yes Theory organization that looks to push the boundaries and make you seek your discomfort. So, uh, the question actually is, what's your favorite memory of the past this past year?
1: Well, this past year, well, there's been a lot this year. I I moved across the country again uh, with my fiance. <laughs> I uh, really, really started the business um, 110% because of um, legalities. I couldn't do it in Quebec because I wasn't uh, born and raised in Quebec. I had to do it in BC. So like legally and, and all that kind of stuff, I had to register in BC and yada, yada, yada. But biggest memory was launching my company, getting started, getting the groundwork here back into BC, uh, British Columbia, Canada, where I grew up, and and starting this journey, this entrepreneurial journey, you don't have to be in this, in this like field very long to learn (laughs) what it takes to be an entrepreneur. And I'm lucky because of my podcast that I have, I've interviewed and discussed with a lot of entrepreneurs from countless of fields, all different sizes of companies and all their struggles and giving me all their best advice. And so I had a shortcut to, you know, some of my success and, but yeah, some the, the biggest memory I think was just the moving and the starting of something brand new. Right. And, um, that would be the biggest memory of this year.
0: I love it, Kyler. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's great. Uh, I'm about to jump off because we're at the end of the episode. Uh, I'm going to let you tell my audience where they can follow you, how they can support you and all that stuff. So the floor, sir, is yours.
1: Well, thank you very much. So thank you so much for listening, watching this. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Again, if you want to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, they're all the same. It's Kyler underscore miles. I'm also on LinkedIn. And if you want to grow your business with video, Give me a call. Let's see if we can help you make it happen online and love to support you in any way that you can. Or if you just want some free advice, like I'm happy to share my knowledge with you and hopefully help you make it happen. So thank you so much, Phil. Really appreciate it. And when can I come on again? This is awesome.
0: You are. Well, I'm going to book you for my podcast show so that we can get you on that one. You can share some tips for podcasters doing video and all that, because that's going to be extra great. But I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us and with my audience.
1: Yeah, man. Anytime. Happy to do it. Love this. And uh, can't wait to do it again.
0: Awesome. To my audience, down, uh, in the show notes down below, you'll find all the links to Kyler's stuff. Make sure you follow him. Listen to his podcast. It's amazingly oh god it's so good watch it because like just look at him like this look at the video difference you know between what i look like and what this man looks like just handsome so <laughs> definitely check out the youtube video so you can check it out um we'll Kyler. help you
1: next phil we'll help you <laughs> miss- we'll I'll- sexify that studio <laughs> next all right
0: yes let's go uh kyla i can't thank you enough and to my audience again remember to always invest in yourself